to another episode of Raising Daughters. Dr. Tim Jordan here. And periodically, as you probably know, if you've been listening to these podcasts for a while, I'll have some uh, young people come in uh, to my office and we'll talk about some issue. And today, you have the privilege of listening to three young women who are two and a half years out of high school. So uh, two of them are 20, one is 21. So I thought it might be interesting for them to give you all who are listening to this some ideas about what the college experience has been like for them and suggestions they may have for you as far as preparing your high school daughters. So the first thing I thought we'd do is talk about the past, then we're going to talk a little bit about the present, then we're going to talk a little bit about the future. And so uh, we're going to be passing this microphone around, so if there's like a two-second pause, stay with us. The first question is, anything that surprised you guys as far as your college experience? So you've had two and a half years of being in college, so if you think back to when you were a senior in high school to, to now, is there anything about the experience that surprised you? I was always told in high school that, like, don't stress about not having your perfect little niche of people or, like, not feeling like you've found your place yet. And it all kind of sounded like, you know, rubbish at the time. But then going to college, like, it's really true and being able to find who you mesh with and you really find, like, the true people who you want to spend the rest of your life with and, like, real friends. So I thought that that was really cool. How long did it take you to find your, your tribe? I was fortunate enough to be on a team, so a lot of them were on the team. But then, like, I'm a pretty social person, so stepping out of my box and meeting friends through classes was really helpful. But honestly, like, within the first six months, I found a lot of true friends that I'm still friends with today. Was it the first semester, or was it the second semester? Six months is sort of into the second semester. I'm just curious. This is for all of you, but... Uh, were you able to find your tribe quick, or did it take longer than you thought? For you, it took, it took about what you thought, it sounds like. I'd say that for me, it took a little bit longer than I thought it would. I feel like my first semester of college, I felt like a lot lonelier than I was expecting to. Um, but I would say probably by like March or April of my freshman year is when I kind of had started to figure out who I thought I would be friends with. And then like into sophomore year is when I really like started to build those relationships with them. But... I think that is something that surprised me is that it didn't happen right away because I think I was like expecting that and was kind of disappointed at first when it wasn't happening. But being patient through it and just kind of waiting to, I don't know, find the right people and not to get discouraged if sometimes it does feel lonely just in the midst of that transition. There's a lot of research that shows that, that people who are in college um, are suffering. People are depressed and anxious and overwhelmed and stressed out and lonely. And not like 25%, but like two-thirds, three-fourths. I mean, the numbers are really, really high. And the numbers for women are higher than numbers for men. So I, I wonder if some of that loneliness and the depression and things is about they haven't found their tribe yet. They don't have the connections and the support that they maybe they thought they would have by then. Uh, did you find, did you all find that your freshman year, either yourselves or the people around you, but people seemingly lonely or isolated or you're not isolated because there's people all around, but just lonely. I feel like a lot of people, when I first got there, they're just scrambling to find anybody to connect with. It doesn't matter if they're a toxic person or not. And I found that there were a lot of fillers more than true friends. Just whoever I can go to party to party with, doesn't matter. I'm going to go with them, even if they suck. So... I think it takes a longer for people who get stuck in that mindset of, oh, it doesn't matter, I'll just 
party anyway. It takes longer for them to find their tribe, but I think people are like on the inside lonely, even if they're surrounded by a bunch of people. So if, if it's true that a lot of women who are going to college, not everybody, but a lot of them, it takes them a, a little while. It might take a few months. It might take six months. It might take a semester and a half or two semesters. Since that might be true, which I think it probably is, um, is there anything that parents can do? Or what things that your parents did or things you think parents could do to support their daughters when they're going through those first, that first semester or two as far as uh, socially with, all their, with the social issues? I think something that my mom did was just like encouraging me and reminding me that while it felt like I had been there forever, like October of my freshman year, it had in reality only been three months. And looking back, I had been friends with the people I was friends with in high school for like many years. And so um, I think my mom was just reminding me that those kind of connections take a while to build sometimes and um, just not to settle for people who maybe weren't the best of friends um, and just to... I don't know, stay positive and keep like looking for the right people because yeah, I think I was, like I said earlier, expecting it to happen so quickly. But then once I was, I don't know, more open to like it not being an immediate thing, I feel like things started to fall into place. I wonder if that's, that's the problem is that people have a picture when they're in high school, like it's going to look like this because they'll, they'll hear people coming back, oh, party, it's so great, you know, freedom, blah, blah. And yet the reality is it, it takes a while. And I don't know if people actually hear that, maybe. And maybe that's one of the ways that parents can support their daughters or sons is to let them know it may take a while and it's okay. And you might have some times when you're lonely. You may have times even a dorm where there's 300 people. You may have times when you feel alone or lonely. Is that true? Yeah, I feel like in my experience, the people that I knew who were older than me had like really glamorized college and I think had kind of contributed to that like view and expectation I had. And so I think that's something I tried to be like more intentional about, like when I would see people younger than me or talking to my brother or his friends or anything like that, um, I would try to not be like negative, but I would try to give a more like realistic explanation of like what freshman year was like instead of painting it as this like insanely fun, you know, like adventure and just kind of being more honest about it. Um, just cause I know there were a lot of people who gave me these like pretty pictures and, you know, I don't know if they were true for them or not. Maybe they were, but, um, I would probably suspect that it wasn't actually like as glamorous as they had described it. I'm guessing you also, maybe when you were senior high school, saw pictures on social media of people you knew from your head of you, and oh gosh, look at that, they're partying, they're all so happy, and blah, blah, blah. I see all these pictures where the girls have their tongues out, and they're like, you know, posing and stuff. <laughs> so I guess you said, oh look at, they're all best friends already, and this, but that didn't probably happen in the first month. How about as far as the schedule goes, because it is, a, it's a different schedule than high school, obviously, where you're not in class seven hours a day, all that kind of thing. Is, it, is there anything that, that you could pass on to parents about things that have helped you to sort of figure out how to study, how to stay on top of things that maybe it was different than the way you had to handle things in high school? All trial and error and figuring out what works for you. You know, I had to figure out if I was a morning person, if I was a night person, and I came to realize like when I eat also became really important and finding time to do that became like a priority, but um, 
like some people are capable of waking up really early, getting all of their classes done like right away in the morning and then having the whole afternoon. And some people like having breaks throughout the day. It just kind of all depends on what's best for you. I think you realize that you have a lot. It, it feels like you have a lot more free time than you did in high school. But the reality is, is once you start like trying to study and once you start like getting involved in different clubs and organizations and stuff, you actually don't have as much free time. It's just like spread out differently. And so I feel like my freshman year, I thought that I had like all the time in the world, but then I would try to like study and I'm like, oh shoot, like I don't really have any time because you like fill it so quickly. So I don't know. Yeah. Just being aware of your schedules and like I tried a couple different like types of schedules like my first few semesters like I tried doing morning classes I tried only doing Monday Wednesday Friday classes and then having two days of no classes and like there's a bunch of different things that you can like play with semester to semester and kind of try and find the balance of which schedule is like the best for you. Going off of that I kind of cut down completely like I left a university and now I'm in a community college and I only take I only took two classes this past semester so I could get into the rhythm of being in school and understanding what I need before to be able to be successful so and you know next semester I'll keep adding more classes on to uh, you know be able to graduate one of these days but I needed to cut back and learn from the very basics of just learning how to study and learning how to learn before I could take on a huge course load like a lot of kids do. Just really quick, because I want to move on to the present moment. Um, it was, was it harder academically? Was it about what you thought? Did it freak you out? Is it, as far as the actual academic load, how did it measure up to what you thought it would be? Or is it, was it harder? Is it harder? I thought one of the biggest differences for me was the like freedom, not really freedom, but like expectation that you would do more on your own. In high school, you had a lot more personal contact with the teachers and you knew their face well and you could, it was more, they felt more approachable in my opinion. Um, and you also had the teachers like, I don't know, like writing your schedule on the board every day and like reminding you every day of your homework and you had a lot more of, you know, like hand-holding in high school. And then in college, um, if you take a full load and then like you have all these different professors who just kind of give you a syllabus at the beginning and then you're kind of expected to, you know, remember when it all is and write it all down. And so for me, that was the biggest difference was just the kind of structure of the classes and like not having as much like guidance from the professors. I totally agree with that. Um, there's a lot of responsibility with you and depending on your professor, you know, if you don't look online at what assignment is due that following week, you may not ever realize that you had an assignment due and then you're kind of screwed. So thankfully, like freshman year, I took a course with one of my best friends and she was actually very responsible and kind of helped keep me on track. So if you have friends that you can go to classes with to kind of help balance each other out and like help remind each other, it might not be the worst idea. Uh, also, freshman year isn't the most fun or it wasn't for me personally because you're taking a lot of gen eds, which is just not my forte. But once you're getting older and like it's my junior year now and we're taking my 
uh, core major classes, which are just more interesting, more integrated with like the people that I want to be around. And it's really enjoyable. I enjoy going to class. It's crazy. <laughs> I assume the classes then become smaller than some of the gen ed classes, or maybe not. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Is it a big deal to get to know the professors? Because that personal touch and knowing and having a relationship, I would think, with the teacher would be important. It's, it's a huge shift from high school when there's 15, 20 people in your class. And you, you, know, you know all the teachers were in college. You might be in a class with a lot more. It's definitely still possible to get to know your professors. It's just you have to make an effort to go to their office hours and do it. Whereas in high school, you were going to talk to them face-to-face no matter what because it was just a smaller class and... I don't know. They kind of knew everyone by name. So it definitely still is possible. And there's been a couple of classes that I have gotten to know my professors, um, either because I was like struggling in them or because I really found it interesting. So it's definitely possible. It's just you have to kind of like seek after it because they don't try to make a connection with everyone in their lecture. I've always had small classes in college because I went to a small university and then a pretty I go to community college now so that they're all pretty small and I even then there's some professors who don't care to know your name and that's okay because I didn't really want to know her name either but uh, there are, I did have a personal connection with one of my professors who I thoroughly enjoyed and I felt that it made me want to learn more better because if they because in my opinion if I don't know the professor well and they don't know me who cares if I don't do well in the class but since I did know her well, I, I did really good in her class. I've also had like classes of 25 students, and that's like the general size of the classes where I go. And um, it's actually a requirement for our sports teams to introduce yourself at the beginning of the semester to all of your professors and state like what your major is and really get to know each other. And I've never regretted building that relationship and having a foundation in case I have like any instances in the future where I need help or, you know, we're comfortable enough to have conversations about whatever. So the athletes all say, hi, my name is so-and-so. And I assume I don't have to take any tests because <laughs> I'm on a sports team. I assume I'm going to have a, somebody take my test for me. Is that that's sort of thing? Uh, let's fast forward to the present moment, i.e. I want you to look back. I want, from the present looking back, uh, how have you grown? How have you changed? How have you grown in the last two, two and a half years? I would say even from my freshman year of college till now, I've grown tremendously. I think because, you know, social media and the movies are always like, you go to college and you party and it's lively. But then I had to, I learned that, no, I'm here to learn. I'm here to go to school. And I've become more responsible. I've become... I know what I want for myself and what I want out of my friendships and relationships. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned through college is because there's going to be people who are in their fifth year of college who still just want to party. But that's just not people I want to surround myself with. So I think it just took a lot of realizing the downward spiral, down, downward spiral I was going through, going my freshman year because I, I thought I just wanted to party and, you know, be the fun one and all that kind of stuff. How about you guys? How have you grown? How have you changed, if you have? I think I've changed a lot from high school, for sure, and, like, 
you were saying like from year to year even um I think just kind of getting a better grasp on like what my priorities are and kind of learning to find people that have similar priorities as me to hang out with um and then also just finding like the things that I'm passionate about and like spending time and like diving into those rather than kind of just doing things because everyone else is doing them or doing things because that's what my friends like to do. Um, I think that's something that's changed a lot for me since high school. Um, kind of like being willing to do things differently if that's like what I like and what like suits me better. Yeah. I always tell girls who I, I'm, who are in high school, I always say the one of the nice things about college is a lot of nice things. One of the nice things is, you really do have a chance to kind of reinvent yourself. You can try new things and things you didn't have time for in high school because you were always doing sports or theater or whatever. You can do all kinds of things. I'm, I'm just curious, is that kind of sort of true? Uh, you kind of said it was. How about for the, you two? I guess for you it may be harder because with the sports team, it's like you have a full-time job kind of. Maybe. No? Not sure. <laughs> okay. About taking care of yourselves. Uh, with those statistics about how many women in college are anxious, depressed, stressed out, etc., I'm just curious about what you've learned so that you can not go down that path. So freshman year, I kind of, based off of the concept and the idea and the glamour of college, I felt like I constantly needed to be going out and doing things and hanging out with whoever, kind of like said before, and that's not the case. If you don't want to go out, you really don't have to go out. No one's going to judge you. No one's going to care if you decide to, you know, stay home, watch a movie, hang out with people in your dorm room or just <laughs> no one cares. Like that's the beauty of college is no one really cares what you do and just taking care of yourself, finding time to eat, like studying when you need to study and getting enough sleep is really important. So as long as you're doing that and you're happy. Do most people end up realizing that, or, or i.e., I don't have to go out, I can do my own thing, I can stay home and watch a movie? Do most people kind of get to that point, or, or, people, or do a lot of people stay stuck in sort of a party mode, whatever? I think for that, it just kind of depends on who you're, like, surrounding yourself with and, like, who your friends are. I think that there are still those, like, groups of people who put a lot of pressure on each other. Um to like be like the group and to go out and you know do whatever but I think that there are a lot of I feel like more people than not kind of start to like loosen up like as college goes on and people start to be more comfortable like kind of settling into like who they want to be um yeah that was a question I was going to ask you you know, the worst time for drama and friendship things tends to be sort of like seventh grade through maybe freshman or sophomore year. There's even research that kind of would back that up. And so I think there's a sense of, well, when you get to college, people will be grown up and mature, and there won't be any of that stuff going on. And I'm just curious, have your friends grown up and matured? or Is there less of that? Is there still a lot of that? I'm just curious. Like our high school friends? No, just people in college, because, you know, whoever comes to college are the same people, you know, that were in middle school. I'm just curious, do people actually, do most people actually grow up? I think now, the people I surround myself, yes. When I was a freshman in college, I think a lot of it was still pretty catty and drama and gossipy, which I hated, and then I left that university, so now I'm not around that. But I think that it depends on 
exactly who you surround yourself with. Like, there's going to be people who are terrible to each other and they want to make themselves feel better by putting other people down and they have to look this way to feel good about themselves or whatever it may be. But I think there are people out there that are over that that crap and they're ready to be who they are. I also meet a lot of girls at, in, at camp and in, in my office who are old souls who are mature, hate drama in you know, middle school, high school, which kind of sets them apart in a way. I, um, and it's tough for them sometimes to find, find like-minded people at that age. So I always tell them, every year you get older, it tends to get easier. You'll find more people who you can connect with, more mature people. Is that true, or am I just blowing smoke? <laughs> I'd say that that is true, that, like, over time, like, as people age, because, I mean, everyone matures at kind of, like, a different time, and so the older you get, the more people, I feel like, are mature. Um, but, yeah. Sorry, I lost what I was going to say. Yes, I think so. I think it's easier to find people who are deeper and more mature. I think that um, there's also kind of a sense in college because there's so many more people that you have a little bit more freedom to, like, find people. I felt like in high school, one of the reasons that I couldn't like surround myself with like deeper, mature people is because they didn't really exist. Like, because like of just of the size of my high school. Um, but I feel like some of the cattiness and drama goes away because if you're having issues with the friend group, like there's like other friends, you know, at, yeah, exactly. You have more, you know, people to sift through and kind of finding who your people are. So Okay, last question about the present, uh, and it goes like this. Do you feel like adults yet? Do you feel older? Um, there's, different, there's different markers of adulthood, and I'm not saying you have to have grown up and feel like an adult now. I'm just curious about, um, now that you're two and a half years out of high school, do you feel older? Do you feel like an adult? I would say that I'm, like, starting to feel like an adult. I think that... I still live in a sorority house right now and I'm moving out next semester into my own place with my own room. Well, I'll have one other roommate, but we'll have our own rooms and everything. And I feel like I'm like so ready for that. Like I feel like, cause I live with mostly sophomores in the house and I'm a junior. And so I think just even the difference between like sophomore and junior year for me has been a lot different. And I can kind of feel like, I don't know myself, like wanting my own space and like having these things that I like can't really do because I'm not like on my own yet. And so I'm really excited for that. I think that that for me is going to make me feel more like an adult. But I think too, just like over time in college, like just the time that I've dedicated towards other things, like now I have a job and like have spent more time with working and stuff. So that's made me feel more like an adult rather than my freshman year when I would take like naps every single day and like not really have a schedule or a whole lot of priorities. So it's been like a gradual thing, but I feel like I'm like right there. <laughs> I would agree with that too. I probably feel not quite almost an adult, but if that makes any sense, like I still live with my mom and I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm still, you know, being coddled a little bit and I do have a lot of younger siblings and the only older sibling I have has special needs. So it's like hard to feel like I'm separated from them sometimes. But when I'm at school, since I am a, a technically a junior in a, with mostly 
younger kids or younger college students, I do feel apart from them. I do feel like I've had more experiences than them, and I do feel um, more adult, I guess I could say, since I have lived away from home before. But I think once I start taking the steps to move out, I will feel more like it's my life and I'm making the decisions. I, I wonder if this is true, that you guys aren't that much older than the freshmen, but as you look down, not down, but you look at the freshmen, do you all go, oh my God, they're like little babies? Mm-hmm. Every yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like some of the freshmen I talk to, like, I, when, when they talk to me about, like, their freshman year, I just, like, see myself. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I totally remember feeling that same way. Or, like, I remember, like, not knowing what that was about. And, like, I don't know, just the new, like, all the newness that they have. Um, I don't know. Yeah, th- there's definitely such a big difference. I think that two years of, like, being away from home and two years out of high school, like, for sure is a really influential time. So freshman to junior is a big gap. Okay, let's talk about the future for just a few minutes. So as 20, 21, and 20-year-olds, do you look forward like two or three years, like you might be out of school and you might end up in a job or something? Are you looking ahead already? And if you are, how does that feel? So I personally feel like I'm kind of in the rare majority where I have no idea what I want to do because I have so many different things that I want to be a part of, but that doesn't scare me right now. I've come to terms with it. Sometimes I do get anxious about like thinking about money or where I'll end up, but then in reality and in retrospect, like this is the most important and fun part of your life. Like your twenties is where you get to explore yourself and be independent and start to actually be an adult. And I think that that's more exciting than scary. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's kind of more just figuring out where I want to start with my career path. How did you come to terms with it? I don't know. I'm not, I don't stress. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Looking around, like all of my friends have no idea what they want to do, even if they're in like a specific major, like nursing and they don't know what they want to do, or maybe it's not the right path for them. That's why I picked a very general path I'm doing communications which can lead to a lot of different career paths and that was a good decision for me because it's not limiting I don't know where I want to end up in the nation or in the world or you know so it it feels good that I'm not limited but I also feel very prepared to take on things and I feel confident in myself so I don't know how I came to terms with it exactly but it feels good. So I generally have an idea of where I want to end up, end up career-wise, and I think that is what's pushing me to want to finish school and want to do well in school and want to learn. Because if you were to ask me three years ago, I'd be like, I don't even know if I want to go to college. It's not that important to me. But now that I'm like, wow, I can kind of see it, and I know this is where I want to be one day, it makes me want to learn as much as I possibly can. Yeah, I also don't really know, like you were saying, exactly what I want to do, um, but I've started to feel a little bit more peace with it, um, and I think that's kind of come from, and I think that's kind of come from uh, realizing that a lot of people still feel that way, and 
there are always going to be the people in your class or that, you know, have it all figured out and know exactly what they want to do. And they've wanted to do that since they were a kid. And, um, and I mean, as I've gotten older, more and more people have started to figure it out, but there are still people that, you know, don't have their path aligned. And I think like you were saying, like finding a starting point is kind of like what I'm the most like worried about now, but I'm, I know myself and I know that where I start is not where I'm going to like end up and that I probably will have a bunch of random jobs along the way and stuff like that. And so I'm like, I've like learned to be okay with that because I know that about myself. But yeah, I think just knowing that the starting point is like coming of like my career life or my big kid life. And so I think that that's like causes a little bit of anxiety, but yeah, overall, overall it's exciting though. I just realized that I think a lot of it um, me coming to terms with being okay with not knowing exactly what I do is like seeing firsthand and experiencing that a lot of opportunities come do come from networking and connections and meeting the right people. And so just putting yourself out there or being in the right place, right time, like so many doors can open up randomly. So that was super cool to see. So all three of you are ex-Camp Wheelakai campers. All three of you are present-day counselors. So you've heard me talk about my dot theory, and you've heard me talk about how when most, the vast majority of adults, when they were 20, 21 years of age, may have thought they were going to do, you know, career X, but now they're in career whatever. And so most people don't really know. So you've heard me preach before about you don't need to know, so relax. And you all are kind of describing how you're sort of um, having some comfort, like I'll, it'll unfold. I'll meet people. I'll network. I will start here, and that I know it'll take me there. And I'll just trust it. I'll just keep finding things. Um, there are some people. I have, I have a really dear friend who's very smart, and he he uh, didn't finish college, and he's a very successful business person. And he kind of says, in essence, college is a waste of time because you don't really get any real. Uh, marketable skills where you can leave college and walk into some place and you can, you know, do, really do something. And I'm just curious about what your thoughts would be about that. What are you think you'd learn? I know you don't know what you're going to do exactly with your life, but if you get like a marketing or communications or a business degree or so, is a social work for you? Psychology degree. Um, I'm just curious about, because his thought is what you might be better off not going to school and instead getting a bunch of life experiences, work experiences, internship experiences, kinds of things. I'm just curious about what you all would think about that. I have heard and I do think that the most like career learning you do is like in your first job or in your first couple jobs and that a lot of the stuff I'm learning in college isn't necessarily about like what my future job might be, but... I value the experiences that I've had in college, not necessarily like school class related. Um, I think that I've been learning a lot of things about life and about myself and about people that I think will benefit me in the future. And so career wise, it might be like, quote, a waste of time. But I think for me, like the stuff I've learned, like life, life stuff has been like really valuable. Um but yeah, I don't know exactly what I'm learning, if what I'm learning is going to like impact my job. I'm assuming that I'll probably have to learn a lot like when I get my first job and then go from there. But yeah, that's kind of what I think about it. Yeah, to me, I don't think it needs to be an either or. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying college is a waste of time. I, I've never said that I, because of the things you said. And even while you're at college, you can do experiences, right? You can have different jobs or internships or you can... 
do rock climbing. You can do all. You can. You're working at a yoga studio, so maybe your life goal isn't to work in a yoga studio. But you never know what what that leads to. And what, and every place you go, this is what my friend says too, which I think is really smart. Pick up a skill. No matter what the job is, even if it's like a your receptionist, not receptionist. What do you call your job? Your wellness advice, wherever it is. You work the front desk, okay. But even working the front desk, you can learn some skills. People skills, or meeting people, or there may be a little bit of sales involved, whatever it may be, even if it's like uh, uh, filing things, or just wherever it may be, or data entry, there's skills in every job you do. And as long as you keep picking up skills, that makes you more marketable. There are some uh, high schoolers who are listening to this probably, with their parents, or without with their parents. And so I'm just curious, any advice you would have for them about what you've learned in the last two and a half years. Uh, any advice you have for them? High school is an interesting time, and it's kind of hard because you're growing, you're changing, you're meeting people, but those are just 5% of the people that you're going to meet in your life. And I would highly suggest not stressing over the little things because looking back now, it's funny to look back at things that I cared so much about or comparing myself to other people or the judgment or the drama. Like you'll one day you'll be able to look back and just laugh at it all. So don't stress and just enjoy it and be yourself. I would say the biggest thing I had to learn was the stigma that I put on community college. Like it was okay to go. It's okay to not go to a university and you're not less you're not less smart than everybody else you're not behind you're not not as good as everybody whatever it's it was the correct path for me and the correct path for a lot of people and it doesn't mean I'm not going to experience university I'll go to university and I don't know later and that doesn't mean I'm not cool or whatever yeah, I would just say, like, expect to, like, change a lot and expect to, like, experience a lot of things and just to be open-minded going into it um, just about, like, who your friends will be and, like, what you'll like, be involved in, even what you your major will be. Um, I've learned so much about myself, like, the past few years, and I think just being open to that and, I don't know, not, like not staying rigid and like what you had learned in high school or like what you, who you thought you were and stuff like that. Um, because so much changes and with freedom comes a whole lot of opportunity to like discover things about yourself and discover things that you didn't even know existed. And yeah, so that would be my advice. This podcast has gone a little longer than my usual ones, but usually when we have these conversations, I'm really glad because you guys gave a lot of great information. So thank you very much for being honest and being there to give this, these suggestions to parents. Um, if you find this interesting, if your daughters find this interesting, then please pass it on to anybody you know who has a daughter who might be in high school, or a son for that matter. Uh, I'll, I'll be back in two weeks with another podcast. And remember that every other week I put out a blog. Uh, so if you go on, our, go on our website at drtimjordan.com, you can get all the information about that. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be back in, with another podcast in two weeks. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. 
Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today. 570-726-6200.